This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. A quick note from the Rico Beard Media Mogul Desk. Uh, Interesting. I I don't know if anyone will have the gas in the tank to do both. But the Red Wings have moved their game this weekend. Lions play at three. The Wings have moved their game to seven. So if you want to attend both. Kenny can do the double dip. uh, There's no way. Kenny won't. Kenny could. Well, he can't because I'm not. I'm not going back to back calling in favors to get him to a game. Well, think about it. We have that, and then you follow it up with me hitting the goal horn before the Red Wings game. Perfect Kenny Cobb right. weekend. Yeah, yeah, right. Except you won't know your name by the time 7 o'clock comes around. Who's That's Kenny? True. Yeah. <laughs> You're Kenny. <laughs> Who's we? You're we. Um, all right, David, ticket text. I want to get to the callers. It Lions Day, and it's simple. We're saving golf stuff. We're saving some of the other topical stuff because you got to unpack the emotion of it first and where it ranks as far as a game you've attended. Uh, and really, if you've been a Detroit sports fan your whole life, where does the win rank? And I, I know some of you will shudder. You go, you can't say a playoff win's better than a title. You know what, guys? I, I'd hate to break this to you. There's football, and then there's everything else. And when the Lions have been a punchline for their existence, and they finally deliver upon a piece of the dream, and they do it at home in what was a magical environment, in a 24-23 thriller, yeah, I have no problem if someone calls up and goes, look, this means more to me than the 4 Pistons title. I mean, it's a subjective thing, but it's an emotional thing. This team has bludgeoned their fan base for 60 years. Yeah. David, go ahead. Oh, I love seeing texts like this. I went to the 92 playoff game against the Cowboys. I was 19. I was sure we would get back. I graduated from college, got married, raised two kids who are now in their mid-20s. Didn't think I would ever see another playoff win. We are not on house money. We need to win now. Take it from me. We may never get back. No, I mean, David... I'm not even going to acknowledge that last remark, but like it's going to get it's going to get harder. So you can't just sit here and say, "Well, just good enough for now." But come next year, next year's not. Look, the the out for you is the Bucks can't run the football. They just don't do it. Now they got a pair of thousand yard receivers. That's great, but if you're dropping Baker Mayfield back fifty times, well, that's going to open up the opportunity for something else. But the flip side, and this is the one thing that would concern me, and it's why I like the Bucks in the game last night. Philly's been awful against the Blitz this year. And I know you go, well, how is that possible? Jalen Hurts is mobile. Not on one leg, he's not. 
Well, the O-line's great. It's actually not this year. They got, it was a train wreck at the line of scrimmage. Todd Bowles was dialing up to the safety. It was like, so my point have some would be, pride, man. Just hold on to the ball. There's oh. no receiver uh, five inches from you. But now. my point would be, all right, now if Tampa blitzes and chaos ensues and there's some turnovers, well, yeah, all bets are off. But there's absolutely a window here. But do I think the Tampa defense is going to do some things the Rams wouldn't? Couldn't the whole the whole key to the deal is the Rams pressured got five total times. Lions O line was splendid. They really were. That's a tough ask against a team. That, look, Todd Bowles. I may not have a lot of love for him as a head coach. He's an elite defensive coordinator, a brilliant defensive mind. Yeah, I mean, I I just treat every opponent the same, man. I have a so you don't take anything away from the their game earlier this year. It's hard when it's three months ago. Different I mean, team. it's just a different team. But that's bad. Lions were killing folks back then. Yeah, and they won a twenty to six game, and they did their job. And J-Mo had the big catch. It was that coming out party where you're like, oh, hey, look. Um, it was yeah. Wasn't it a uh, Mayfield had a pass tip that was the receiver was wide open down it the was, field. I think it was. I think it was Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Yeah, yeah. I, you're right. He was on like a a, a seam route mm-hmm. and uh, like a fingertip, or it was an eighty yard TD. Yeah, I, look. I just feel the way the Lions play when you can't really stop people and they're constantly going to get to the red zone, you get a little concerned. But, yes, the Lions should win the game. But for people thinking it's going to be 52-3, to I mean, that ain't Miami-Ohio coming to town. It's a playoff team. It's a playoff game. I just treat it with a little bit more respect, I guess. Well, not this person. Last Bucks game, there was no Jonah, no Branch, no CGGJ, no Gibbs, no uh, J-Mo was coming back from suspension. Hutch was hurt. They are in the bag for this game. Okay. Carry on. My, my, my. Another I mean, Dave, David, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Forget about the Giants because Lord knows we don't make the playoffs. Correct. But, like, you're a Steeler fan. Yes. I mean, have there been games in your lifetime where you've been a favorite, you've been a Super Bowl caliber team, and you have either gotten the hell scared out of you or lost? You know the answer is yes. See, I never go, and I we've had dominant teams, but I never go to a playoff game just thinking, oh, we're just going to blow this team out. I'm it's still you. NFL playoffs. There's still good teams on the other side of you, okay? So I never go that confident. I might believe in my team, but it still may be a one-possession game. Right. And I'm, that doesn't say anything bad about your team. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week because now we're in euphoria stage. But I wonder by Friday if nerves will set in. I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've never felt good about any playoff game ever. Because you, as a fan, you see every way that you could possibly. Because you know, on the other side is your season being over. All right. That's fair. You can't turn the ball over. You can't do this. You got to be able to run. <laughs> got to. Oh my goodness! You, why didn't we go for it? Why did we go for it? You're allowed to believe in your squad and be confident. You, you're allowed to be confident, but don't start talking about oh, this we're in the bag for this game. What oh, are you dude, talking it's, about, it's been amazing all day on this station. You, you think they're playing local kids? I'm like. All right, man. I think we got a great shot against the Bucks. I'm not going to come out here and, and say, okay. you know what? We're going to blow them out. See, I think once Green Bay beat Dallas, it took the scare out. Because I think a lot of Lions fans thought that it was going to end this week in Dallas. You're going to go back. The refs are going to screw you somehow. I wanted to play Dallas again. And if you lose to Dallas at Dallas, you shrug your shoulders and say, well, yeah. it was a good season. Now that Green Bay took care of business, it's, wait, wait, we got a path that we could either have Two games here, or three games here, or we could end up in Santa Clara. Oh, let's go for it. Hell yeah. Everything oh, they, changed, and I think that's why fans now feel 
oh, there's nobody who could, Dallas could beat us, but these other teams, hey, they can't beat us. Mind you, up until, what, two days ago, the Lions hadn't beaten a playoff team since like week three. But, you know, let's not let pesky facts get in the way, I guess. I I just, I, I'm sorry, guys. It's not disrespect. It's nobody happier than me for you guys. But, man, this is, I can just tell you've never experienced success. You got to take a step back. I mean, Lord knows Kenny Cott should not be the voice of reason. That's a terrifying moment. <laughs> you got to respect your opponents in the playoffs, man. I mean, if the best team always won, I, I tell you, there'd be a lot of quarterbacks who'd have a lot more rings. This is a hard deal. It's that Nick Saban rat poison. But do do I think you beat the Bucs? Of course I think you beat them. But I, I, do I think it's going to be this feet up in the Barca lounger, relaxing and, you know, turning it off in the fourth because you're up 50? No. Yeah. You know what? And the thing is, for me, the third quarter will let me know what's well, going on in that well, game. Which also happens to be the Lions' worst quarter. Third quarter. You come out in the third quarter, you score, I feel a lot better about this game. You don't. The oh. pressure. Because here's the you got the pressure. What do, you, what do you know about pressure being a 10-point favorite? Man, nobody want to talk to and you. And that's rat poison. <laughs> okay. You know what? Green Bay should probably be a 10-point favorite. Okay. Boy, he's done. Hey, did eight. you see what Jordan Love did? 248-539-9797. We go right to the phones next. 97.1. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, straight to the people. We go to Tony971. What's up, Tony? How are you, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good, T. Hey, What's hey. going on, bud? Yeah, so I was at the Bucks game yesterday, and I had just, like, really two big takeaways from the game. Sure. One being that there was uh, a lot of Eagles fans there, of course, and it was kind of funny because as they were exiting the stadium, all upset about the loss, they were kind of clapping back at the Bucks fans. And the thing that they were saying was, good luck beating the Lions. So I just thought that was kind of cool uh, with this, like, national perception of the Lions. Sure. Kind of what you're talking about, you know? And, and look, so here's, kinda... the, here's the key, Tony, is for the first time, it's happened once in my life. It would be 2013-14. When everyone knows you have a good team, there's nothing fake yeah. about it. It's, it's not Barry and a bunch of nothing, or it's not this fledgling, like in 16. That, that wasn't some good team. This is a really good team, and everyone knows oh, yeah. it. Yep. And so it was just it kind of made me proud, you know, a little proud moment being the only one. What Lions the hell fan. were you doing at the Bucks game? Yeah. Mean, okay, so I have uh, my wife has a like her grandparents have a place in like near Tampa area. Gotcha. So we come down every like January, February. So it's cheap tickets and might as well go. <laughs> no, all, all good. Now I get it. Now I understand. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so tell me, Lions. where does where does the win rank for you in your yeah, sports so life? For me, for me, this is definitely number one. Um, I like, I've never had this like emotional connection to a team before. And just like 
getting emotional after a game and just like being on the phone with everyone, like my sister and friends Mm -hmm. for hours until like 4am just talking about it. It was just never experienced anything like this. So this is definitely number one for me. Now, are you back in town for this game this weekend? Are you still sunning and funning in Tampa? Uh, I'll be back for this weekend. Probably won't be able to get a ticket, but I'll at least be able to enjoy it with friends. All right. T- uh, tell them, listen, everyone's having a wild ride. This is what, sadly, this is what 90% of NFL towns have experienced in recent memory. Mm-hmm. And now you get to join the club and, again, have every right to believe they're going to win. I just I don't get the Chuck Schwarzkys of the 52-3 prediction. It's just, man, it's just that victory, Mike. I think people are still hungover basking in the glow. You haven't had a victory in 30 years. Right now, you think you're invincible. I am shocked Kenny's here today. Uh, let's go to Jack. Well, you know what? We had a day off. Kenny. Truth. Watch. Remember the Titans yesterday. Took that day off and didn't text me back ever or call me or whatever. Ghosting David was wow. a bad. That's a bad move. Wait, you didn't even call David? He, he Your can, black friend no, on MLK no, Day. No, <laughs> He texted to congratulate him about the Lions, and he just ghosted David. Like, he never responded. It was all a haze. I don't remember that. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Let's just go to Jack, 97.1. Jack, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Long-time fan, first-time caller. Uh, so I grew up with the Lions with my grandpa, got my dad into it, got me into it. My grandpa passed in like 2013 before he could see all this happen. But my dad and I, you know, we're fortunate enough to get tickets to the game. And it was just electric. You know, it's one of those things where you felt like the presence of the fans, which you guys have said, was on that field and mm-hmm. helped decide a factor in that game, especially when you came to wasting two timeouts for the Rams because they couldn't make a decision. For for me, it definitely ranks up there for, you know, sports events I've been to um, just because, you know, I'm a Lions fan. They're my big, you know, my favorite team. For my dad, he uh, he actually went to like the 2002 Red Wing Stanley Cup game that the Wings won against Carolina. So that's his favorite. But he said the feelings were definitely the same and the crowd felt the same. Yeah. Um, second thing I want. Yeah. Second or go ahead. No, I have I'll wait. I'll wait. No, go ahead, please. Um, well, second thing's uh, off topic from that. Just really quick. So I'm a physician. I'm not a neurologist, though. I want to get your guys' quick take. I know you mentioned it. Uh, Stafford getting hit and basically looking like he was on another planet there stunned. and then popping back in. Yeah. Stunned. No, I, I was stunned. Yeah. I, I, I thought, and I saw Carson Wentz warming up, and I go, that's it. Yeah, He's, he's out. Yeah, Because, uh, Jack, he didn't get hit just once. It, it was the second shot that did the damage for Malene McNeil. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was wicked. And I went, he's done. I was in disbelief he was back in that game. It just it kind of shocks me because, you know, I look at that, and to me watching that, I don't know how any neurologist would feel good about clearing him. I know Stafford's a tough SOB. He has that shoulder play from years ago that has always played where he popped back in, threw a touchdown. Oh, against the Browns, just, yeah. Yeah. Jack, and, it's, called, you know, it's, it's called the playoffs, and that physician knows I'd probably get some type of bonus check. Right, but to, him back but to Jack's point, it's an independent neurologist. It, 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 they've taken it away from the teams. Uh, it's stunning in today's day. I, look, but to take somebody out of a playoff game, this person would have to be just staggering around, I think. Because you don't want to be that guy. I mean, yes, it's independent, and you want to say I was looking out for their best interest. But, man, that's a tough call. 
I Jack, no, I I'm, I I'm with I, you. I, I see it. I see it. You know, with Tua getting hit back to back. You know, and then we have Stafford yeah. looking like he did. You know, but bottom line though, feel was electric. You know, I'm definitely not one of the fans that's thinking we're going to blow out Tampa Bay 50 to three. Baker's looking like he's playing the best football he's ever played. But you know, I'm definitely optimistic. I'll say, and I'm hopeful. 100. percent And I agree with you. And look clearly here. Here's the PSA, Jack. I'm not a doctor. I just know I've watched enough football, and when I'm watching a guy on the ground, it looks like his eyeballs are in the back of his head. I'm like, um, oh, boy. And then all of a sudden, you know, Rico, it'll beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, and you go, he's back in the game. I go, how? What planet am I on? Right. Exactly. I'm with you, Jack. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Got you. It. Of yeah. course. I, no, I'm with you. Hey, maybe he cleared all protocols. I don't, I, just because it looked like something doesn't make it something. True. It was a brutal hit. I didn't think he was coming back. I thought, it, yeah, Wentz was going to have to finish out the game. And I, at that point, I'm thinking, well, you know what? Ball game, Detroit, you have it. Then he came back, and it was like. My oh. wife asked me when they show Carson Wentz, she goes, is he any good? I go, babe, he's literal ass. If Carson Wentz comes in in this he game. pretty good last. If Wentz comes in the game, you may as well fire up Netflix. Like He's literal ass. Here's the thing. Wentz would have brought a running element to the game. Okay, you're done. He would have. When the first thing you say about a quarterback coming in is, well, he brings a running element. <laughs> You're telling me he can't play. Come on. I told her, I go, his teammates hate him. The fans hate him. I don't even know if his family likes him. I go, this game is over if he comes in. Over. And then all of a sudden, Stafford descending from the clouds. I'm like, oh, no. He let the booze just feed his energy, and he just took that and went back out there. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and I'll say it again for the 4 o'clock audience. No one booed your kids, Kelly. No one. Not even Kenny, 11 beers deep, is a big enough ingrate to boo a 3-year-old child in a cheerleading outfit. Stop. I know you need content. Stop. You're in a suite with security. You kissed your husband goodbye with security. And you went up to the suite. No one booed your kid. Yeah, probably it, it was the Rams jersey that you were wearing. Maybe. Bedazzle much? I've heard that happens at opposing stadiums. I if just, you wear the other team's colors, they frown upon that. And they just, boo you. I, you know I, how you don't get booed? You don't go on the field. That's right. I mean, I you understand you're supporting your man, and that's what you're supposed to do. He doesn't want to take pictures. He wants to get ready for a playoff game. I got that. No, no, no. When the Reverend Wright speaks, I just listen. I just, we have arrived at a point where you just can't call stuff out for what it is. It is just attention-seeking, needy garbage. It's nonsense. It's like Brittany Mahomes being stunned when, when people don't like her, when there's videos of her pouring champagne on the poor people below her. Ha! Huh? She was celebrating with them. It just looked ba- It looked like that let them eat cake moment. Right. Here's right. And DiCaprio champagne. thought the FBI agents might be hungry when he hurled lobsters at them and told them to get the F off his boat. Just stop. Like, I don't know Jared Goff's wife's name. She doesn't play quarterback for the Lions. He does. I don't hear from her. I don't see her. I, here's the deal. 
You're not the celebrity. Wait, isn't she the supermodel? Correct. Okay. What's her name? Yeah, thank Super. you. Oh, no. Do we have any issues with her talking about fans? Does she make a spectacle of herself at the game? No. There's how normal people behave, and then there's how the Kelly Stafford, Brittany Mahomes of the world behave. This is golf. <laughs> the venerable. <laughs> Take him to church. I just, I. We just don't have standards in society anymore. We it's like people know people just get to behave however they want to get to behave. There are new standards. Well, I don't like them. All right, John There's Jansen. Some clouds for you to go yell at. Shut break. up, you. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the people. If I never have to hear Kelly Stafford comment on the city of Detroit again or its fans or make a ridiculous accusation that fans booed a three-year-old child, just stop. No, it's not. They're coming back next I'm, year. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry if I derailed the good vibe. They're that coming really back next year. Lions. Kenny, let's get it going. Let's go Lions. Okay, come on. Okay. Let's everyone calm down. Let's go to Devin, who's been very patient. Devin, how are you? Dev. D. Uh-oh. Devin? I'll, I'll, I'll put him yeah, on hold. Him I on, know yeah. he's there. He's on an important call. We'll get back to him. So let's go to Steve, 97.1. What's up, Stevie? Oh, what's up, boys? I'm feeling like Kenny Cott with a bottom, a bottom shelf rod. Bottom <laughs> what have we spent for the fishing, guys? Oh. Hold on, Steve. Yeah, we're going to put you on hold. Yeah. I'm going to put you on hold because I think your phone's drunk. We're going to go to Shane. We'll try this again. Hello, Shane. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Afternoon. Um, I, I hope I can get through this here. I'm still feeling it. Um, I was at the game with my dad, and a little backstory is, uh, you know, like a lot of listeners growing up, you know, downstate, we didn't get to go to a lot of games or see a lot of games because they weren't on TV. They were blacked out. Um, so my dad, uh, he, he used to take us to some games, and, and we went to the, the regular season game finale against the Packers, and they beat them in 93 to host the Packers the next week, and they got knocked out of the playoffs. And that was the last time the Lions uh, hosted a, a playoff game in Detroit. Uh, last weekend, or last week, I got the opportunity to pick up a couple tickets. And I live several hours away. In fact, I live four hours away up north. And uh, I was thinking, who am I going to bring? And, and there was only one person. It was my dad. And I drove down, and I picked him up, and I surprised him. He said, what are you doing here? I said, get dressed. It was around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I, said, I said, Dad, um, we're going to Detroit. We're going to Ford Field. And he about dropped dead right there. He couldn't believe it. He was floored. And uh, he got to witness that. I got to witness it. Um, you know, you talk about greatest games. I've seen, I've been to a lot of great games, um, you know, in some of our sports we have here at college. And, and when the Red Wings were good, when the Pistons were good, I went to a lot of those. But this one, um, it, it, it's something different. Um, for me personally, my dad, for you guys, for everybody, this is what our city needed. Um, but there's more, and we want more, mm -hmm. and we expect more. And, and this is the new trend here. This is the new Lions. Let's keep it going. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting pretty choked up here. I was. I want to thank the camera guy at the field at the end of the game for not panning to me. They panned <laughs> that guy in the gray shirt yeah. um, because I'm not an Internet meme right now because I was. There may have been a few brown pops involved, but I was uh, I was pretty choked up. Yeah, but, yeah, but here's the thing, Shane. No, nobody's going to hold that against Hell you no. because there, there probably <laughs> at least twenty thousand people were feeling the same way that you did, and we're, and we're tearing up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane, yeah. Shane, like when, when you when you uh, when yeah. you think about it, though, Shane, realistically, it's why we yeah. care about sports the way we do. It's not these it millionaire athletes who don't give an f about us. It it it's not no. you know strangers playing a kid's game. It's about how you grew up or who you watch the games with and what it means. And then for a lot of people, I mean, Shane, I I know people who have parents or friends who didn't make it, didn't get to see it happen. So, no, you have you have every right. I mean, it. I well, I, I was moved my- here here. Laugh at me, Shane. I was moved when they showed the dude from Gross Point. Yeah. When oh, they yeah. showed that cat that was that 90, and I'm like, yep, wow. I saw that the next day. Yes. Um, I, I think it's with this team, too, who these guys are. Dan Campbell, the grit attitude, the, you know, it reminds me of that, you know, that 05 or 14, the, the Pistons going to work. It's just regular dudes going to work, putting it in, putting in the, the, the tough times, getting through the tough times, banding together. You know, embracing the other week when we got, you know, whatever you want to say about Dallas, they got they persevered through that. And that's what this team's about, and that's what this city's about. I'm damn proud to be a Lions fan, Mike, and um, that's all I got, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, Shane, and yeah. listen, that's a hell of a memory. And it's, listen, I mean, I, I like, it's, it's, those are the reasons you care. Like when I took my dad to Green Bay in 07, I still have those pictures. I, I mean, that's, that's all you have. Wow. Was it cold that day? Minus 33. You want to see what he looked like? I'll show you. My my poor father. He, he actually transformed into the Crypt Keeper that afternoon. Because <laughs> all of the blood in his head had left his body. Was it Andy Reid with the mustache? Close? Buddy, it was so cold. David, your snot froze, like, immediately. I was about to say, it was just a red nose. That was it. I'll show you a picture. <laughs> like, my dad looks younger today. Okay, that was 07, so 16 years ago. My dad looks younger today than that afternoon in Green Bay. That's what that cold does to you. He looked like... Yeah, because you're not moving around. You're stuck in a seat. Oh, he looked so. like the ghost of Christmas past. It was unbelievable. I mean, I've heard. I've never been to Green Bay, so... Uh, that was not a great sales pitch. I told him, I go, well, I'm glad we won. We're never doing that again. <laughs> At least, hey, you know what, on that night... I will say it. I've always wanted the Lions to have an outdoor stadium. On that night, I think we can all agree, lovely that there was a roof. I've always said Ford Field should have been retractable roof. Enjoy the fall days where it's 40, 50 degrees. (laughs) And then lock it up. But, like, yeah, that game, unless you were playing a Florida team, like if Tampa were here, open it up, make them uncomfortable. Other than that, no, 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 keep it closed. You know what it is? I'll tell you what Shane's call really got me thinking about. And I, I, I've, I've spent the last couple of days thinking about because the game did feel different and I felt things I hadn't felt before. I think it's for the first time I can say with a straight face that as long as Dan Campbell has a hold on the locker room and as long as this thing is all working together, you feel like it's actually not ridiculous to say that the Lions are going to win a Super Bowl at some point. In the near future. Mike, think think of the order of succession here for the first time. Yeah. You know who we don't talk about, Sheila? Wonder why? She hired the right people. And got out of the way. And got out the way. And she interjects when she interjects. And people listen because she's not Jerry Jones. She's not a hovering owner. She went out, got the right people in place, and they it normally doesn't work where you hire the coach and then you bring in the GM, but this time it did. And yeah. I don't see how this thing falls apart. Uh, I get, uh, no, no, I, 
Except I think what happened to Philly. I'm just gonna say it comes down to see. I think the thing for the Lions is gonna be the quarterback. (sighs) Who's we? No, no, no. No, I mean, if you just say, you know what, we're gonna go after the shiny new toy. instead of backing the guy you are, you heard it in the locker room. Oh, you did when he was just like you're effing good enough for Detroit. That told me right then and there. Golf staying, people. I just, like, guy goes 22 of 27, makes the big throws, does his job. I know they didn't like the scoreboard up, but they did what they needed to do, and he played a smart game, right? Oh, well, he was 0, and 5 when, 0 for 5 when pressured. I, I, guys, you if you are still in this weird golf camp, you are going to have to let go or you're going to be miserable. Okay, he's not Joe Burrow. There's his sin. All right. Yeah. You know what it like, is? What do you want? You know what golf is going to be like for a lot of people, Mike, and you may be able to relate to this. What's that? He's going to be your Eli. Well, he may win you a Super Bowl or two. Yeah. But you're never going to like him. Yeah. But I'm you're not going to take away those Super Bowls that the Giants won. No. 100%. Noted. My issue was no one does this with Jared Goff. My issue was from a perspective of a Giant fan in New York and the media. People, people talked about Eli like he invented the toilet. Oh, my God, we're not going to the bathroom in a hole in the woods anymore. We have this device we can sit on. Like, this is a 500 quarterback who has 125 career fumbles and didn't win a playoff game outside of the two years he won the Super Bowl. That was my issue. No one does that with Jared Goff. All I've done is stand up for the guy because he has defied all expectations from the day he was traded here. He's been a soldier for this team, this organization in this city. I mean, he's and embraced he, the city. Yes, and guess what? This year, he's given you Pro Bowl football. Yeah, he had a couple blips on the radar. Well, the hell's That's every quarterback. Josh Allen turned it over three times in the red zone last week. Like, it, it's going to happen. But the body of work is he's your franchise quarterback, and your job's to insulate him mm-hmm. to where he can do the job that he needs to do. If his sin is he's not Pat Mahomes, well, I, I, then we're all going to hell, I guess. He'll never be Pat Mahomes. But... He's yours. He's your guy. They said it in the locker room. I, I was like, that sealed it right there. Yes. He, he did something that Stafford could not do. He did it in three years. Oh, you're such a hater. Stafford never had a running game. I can't all, wait for those calls. He had an all-pro Hall of Fame wide receiver. All right. Incredible wild card weekend capped off by Rams plus three and under. And the Lions still win. That's the holy trinity. Your team wins. The opponent covers. It's it's just but a you blessing. You didn't pick the Lions to win. Don't you care. Just want money. That's right. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.